Hi, this is Mark, Hustock Tech Team, and this is our Futurist Missing Voice America Kids. Please be on the lookout for five-year-old Jonah Sullivan. He went missing from La Jolla, California on April 30th, 2012. This is considered a family abduction. Jonah is Caucasian, three foot five, 40 pounds, with blue eyes and light brown hair. He may be in the company of his mother, and they may still be in the local area, or they may have traveled to Phoenix, Arizona, and or Alabama. Jonah has a small scar on his chin and right cheek. His front tooth is chipped, and he may be going by the nickname of Sully. If you know of Jonah Sullivan's whereabouts, please contact the National Center of Missing and Exploited Children's Hotline at 1-800-THE-LOST. That's 1-800-843-5678. To see two pictures of Jonah Sully Sullivan, please click on the link on the Voice America Kids homepage. Our future is missing. Or go to futuresmissing.com. Thank you. We don't care how you got here. We're just glad you showed up. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Stars could shine between the lines If you would let yourself go Find some place you know You can use your words, use your hands You can change the world, just pretend Express yourself, take a chance and you'll see Who you'll be it's time to express yourself, where teens talk and the world listens. Presented by Star Style Productions as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. You'll rock to an hour of adolescent fusion with your teen hosts and on-air reporters. Meet and chat with cool celebrities, exhilarating experts, and tenacious teens with subjects regarding anything and everything that you want to know. It's time to kick off the fun with our star teens. Welcome to Express Yourself. Welcome to our program, Express Yourself. We're a show by, for, and with creative young people. A platform to give teens a voice right here on the Voice America Kids Network. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions and brought to you as an outreach service of Be The Star You Are Charity. I'm Courtney Chung. And I'm Vivian Lee, and we're your teen hosts for today. Today, our show is a mashup of what to expect in the first days of college with our guest and our talk show host, um, Heather Brittany, plus an independent rock band from New York City, Honor Society. With a name like Honor Society, the band fits right in with our school theme. Yep. I'm a huge fan of theirs, and I've been following them for about four years now, so I'm so thrilled to have them on our show today. Before we talk about college and we, before we talk to Honor Society, we're going to Florida, where our youngest reporter, Nicole Eubanks, is about to start her freshman year in high school. Nicole, are you excited, nervous, or anxious, or numb at the thought of being a fresh freshman? It's just kind of that feeling of, you know, finally, you know, being grown up. Well, not like completely, but, you know, it's kind of, I'm kind of excited, but I'm also scared that I'm going to get lost, because I had a really small middle school, so it will be interesting. Yeah. How big is your freshman class going to be, do you know? Um, I'm not having my orientation until... Um, like next month, I think. So I have no idea. All right. Do you have any questions for us, us Vivian, <laughs> high school 
seniors <laughs> or graduates <laughs> now. Wow. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't know. Just was it hard for you guys the first day? Oh, uh, kind of blur. Yeah, the first day I, for me was actually a, a half day, so there wasn't actually enough time to get used to like the high school workload and stuff, but. It was it was a good day to like figure out how big the school actually is, how the passing periods work, and just to get a feel for like all the new faces that are going to be in your classes for the next four years. What about you, Vivian? Um, I think first day of school. Well, honestly, I think the first few days of school are going to be very similar. It's going to be kind of a strange new environment, but I mean, you'll definitely get used to it, and I'm sure you'll be fine. Yeah, okay, don't worry good. about it. <laughs> but anyway, Nicole, I understand you have some stress busters for everyone who is going back to school. So whether you're starting junior high, high school, college, whatever school, every student is going to be a bit nervous. So why don't you take it away? Okay, so going back to school, as we already know, can be really scary, especially if you're going back to a whole new campus like me. So here's to lower your stress levels before the year starts. Number one, make sure you've done all your summer work and reading before your classes start or before the due date. Um, two, be sure that you're getting enough sleep. I know that during the summer, I end up staying until like, I end up staying up until like four in the morning and I end up sleeping in until two in the afternoon the next day. And I mean, I hope I'm not the only one that does that. <laughs> I don't know, but... It's, it's good to make sure that your body clock is back to schedule. Three, stay organized. Make sure that you have all your books and your spirals and all your supplies together. And you know where your classes are, you know, from orientation. Four, um, develop study skills so that you aren't stressed out when your first test comes along. Five, and just stay relaxed. The first day of anything is going to be scary, but the best thing to do is to just think positive because you have the whole year ahead of you. Next, to stay on the healthier side and reduce stress, you could pick up a hobby during the year. I recommend yoga because you can do it with your friends, your family, and you stay healthy and to stay calm. If you don't want to do activities outside of school, you can do it right on your campus too. I myself am involved with the cheerleading team and the volleyball team. Being on one or more of your school's sports teams is one great way to stay in shape and have fun of, with your friends at the same time. Just make sure that you don't sign up for too many activities because you don't want to get overwhelmed and skip out on your studying time and bring your grade point average down. Another way to be involved and stay healthy is to join clubs. And clubs are not j exactly like sports teams. You could join drama, sign language. My school even has a culinary club. Clubs are good to join because they keep you involved in something you enjoy and they keep you from getting stressed really. Another way to be healthy during the year is during lunch. I mean, we all know that cafeterias aren't always full with the healthiest foods. I mean, there's no secret. But a few ways to stay away from that is to bring food from home. A homemade sandwich really brings, it really just beats greasy pizza any day, in my opinion. Um, yeah. Or mm -hmm. if you like the food that your school serves, um, you still no, it's not good for you. So you could still eat it, but take lunch from home certain days of the week, like maybe every other Tuesday or whatever you want. Or you could eat your school's, you know, like salad a couple days out of the week. 
Um, another thing that I thought was cool, I mean, I learned this in fifth grade, and I don't know why, but it always just stuck in my memory, I don't know. Um, <laughs> if you're eating your school's pizza, if you get a napkin and you dab your pizza to get the grease off, it literally takes off 100 calories for your meal. Um, so during wow. the school year, think of wow. these tips, and you will be stress-free and healthy all year long. Thanks for the tips, Nicole. Yeah, there, that's a lot of tips. A really, They're really good tips, too. I mean, I wish I knew these stuff before I started high school. Yeah, especially yeah. the 100-calorie thing with the grease. Yeah. That, that's kind oh, of scary. Well. I'm sorry. That is, that is really scary. Yeah. I remember reading it in this, like, magazine that we were, like, required to read. And it was just, like, extra work to get us to something to do. And I just always remembered it. And I always looked weird at lunch. And everybody was like, why are you doing that here? <laughs> Dabbing on your pizza. So what clubs would you recommend for the upcoming freshmen this year? I would recommend joining any clubs that you're interested in. I Anything you think would be fun, you should join because clubs are really meant to be fun, and that's what it's all about. Um, well, you mentioned yoga to be one of the hobbies that you picked up during the summer. So what other hobbies do you think would be good to pick up during the year? You should definitely get involved in sports, I think, um, whether it's for your school or not. So you make new, new friends, and you also get a great workout. Mm-hmm. Actually, a side note about yoga is that we actually have yoga offered at my high school for not freshman year PE, but like sophomore year PE. So you don't have to take like the the standard PE with like the football, soccer, whatever. And so you could take yoga and our teacher actually told us doing yoga and like learning to stretch and control your breathing and everything. It actually helps lower your stress. So to all yeah. people who stress a lot, yoga is actually the way to go. And actually, I took yoga my sophomore year. And even though I don't really do it as much anymore, I really should do yoga a lot more. But I tried it, yoga one time, and I was like, oh, I can't bend that way. It didn't work <laughs> out. Yeah, but it, that actually helps you like become more flexible. And then the breathing exercise is just the most basic breathing exercise is like counting like your inhalations and exhalations, like making sure they match in the duration, it actually really helps calm yourself down, lower your like your nerves, and it really does help. So mm-hmm. that is that is my little plug for yoga. <laughs> yeah, I actually did Pilates a few years ago in at camp, and I remember that was a lot about breathing too. And I think now there's like some combination thing called yoga lotties, which yeah. I'm actually what? interested in seeing out. That's yeah. So- it sounds like some sort of food. <laughs> well, you know, speaking of clubs, I heard that a couple of California schools are actually starting Be The Star You Are Club. So I think Nicole should start one in Florida. That'll be pretty awesome. That would be cool. Yeah. Or I could be like the captain. Or wait, do clubs have captains? I don't know what they're called. I'll be the president. leader. Presidents. Oh. Presidents. <laughs> what do I know? <laughs> so... About the like the sleeping thing, I, I would actually have to agree with you. I My sleeping schedule in the summer is completely not healthy at all. So what would you suggest to the people who have the most abnormal sleeping schedules in the summer? How, would we, how should we reorient ourselves for school? Okay, well, I'm just going to admit this. It's not like I went into a deep search about this. Um, <laughs> this is just, you know, like what I do because I get really out of hand and I end up like, 
staying up at night and waking up whenever it just it does not work but um, <laughs> what I do is about a week or so before school starts I try to go to bed a little earlier each night um I think that reading I don't know if it's just me but reading really makes me tired so I kind of try and read and that's a good way to get your summer reading into but you should probably be doing that all summer um but also you should set alarm to an alarm to um wake you up a little earlier each day so you get kind of back in to your schedule and because you have to wake up really early for school especially in high school Mm -hmm. all right thanks nicole so much for all your tips i'll keep them in mind as i head off to berkeley next month maybe vivian and i can dab our pizza together on lunch yeah (laughs) we have to head to right now but when we return We'll be delving deeper into college do's and don'ts with radio host Heather Brittany. I'm Courtney Chung. And I'm Vivian Lee. And good luck to um, Nicole for your freshman year in high school. And we really hope you enjoy it because it really goes by really fast. Um, You're listening to Express Yourself, an on-air global community where teens talk and the world listens on the Voice America Kids Network. Make sure to check out the photos, descriptions, links, gossip, and more at www.expressyourselfteenradio.com. Facebook your friends to join our party. Don't go away. We'll be right back. Kids safe, mother approved. Take us on the go. It's even easier now. The Voice America Talk Radio Network has launched our mobile app for iPhone, Android, or BlackBerry. Visit the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market to download the app powered by Aircast. It's free and no registration is necessary. In minutes, you could be enjoying your favorite Voice America Talk Radio host, no matter where you are, in the car, out and about, while traveling, or anytime you can't be close to your computer. Catch up on the archives you've missed or discover new shows on the spot. Search Voice America at your favorite app store. Bookworm is a show for the reader and those that should probably be reading a little more. We'll tackle the classics, the bestsellers, and the brand new works that you won't be able to put down. Your host will be combing the pages of them all and letting you know what needs to be in your personal library and what might be better reading for the bathroom. Tune into Bookworm, airing Thursdays at 3 p.m. Pacific Time and 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. We promise that listening will be just like delving into a good... Have you heard your 15 minutes of fame? How about four times that every single week? It's the fame game. Listen as Maddie Rose, who is up and coming in the world of fame, brings you fame from all walks of life. You'll hear from doctors, teachers, mentors, life heroes, as well as those in the fields of acting, movies, music, and more. Who knows? You might be the next one Maddie Rose talks to on the air. Listen for the fame game every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. You're listening to Voice America Kids, now with 33% more active ingredients and no artificial coloring. You're listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel, where teens talk and the world listens. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Now, back to our star teens. 
here at Voice America Kids. Our program is Express Yourself, giving youth across the world a voice to be listened to. My name is Vivian Lee. And I'm Courtney Chung, and we are your teen hosts. In this segment, we are going to talk to recent San Diego State University graduate, Heather Brittany, about what to expect in our first few weeks of college life. Heather Brittany majored in communications, English, and women's studies at San Diego State University. She has been in the entertainment industry since she made her first commercial at three days old and has a passion for acting. Heather co-produces and co-hosts T42, a mother-daughter brew, and produces Health Matters on the award-winning radio program Star Style, Be the Star You Are. Heather is with us today to shed some light on the first few weeks of college, as well as the importance of following your dream. Hi, Heather. It's great to talk to you again. Hi, guys. How's it going? Pretty good. good. Yeah. Great. So, Heather, before we talk about the first few days of college, would you tell us about your perseverance in getting admitted, admitted to the university of your choice? I understand that the year you applied to SDSU, there were 50,000 applicants and only 3,000 freshmen were admitted. You were actually not one of them, but you decided to appeal, and after being rejected five times, you were finally accepted. Tell us what happened. Yeah, I think you know, that's a big thing is right now, I know, uh, Courtney, you were saying you are just starting to register for classes, and God, I remember that too, that during the summer and online, yeah. you have the time, it's so stressful. Uh, but yeah, you know, a big thing, it, it's so crazy. Uh, how in high school we work so hard to um, get into college, yet again to work so hard to get out of something. And I was one of those many people in that statistic that I had a really high GPA. I almost had a 4.0. I had, a, I think, a 3.89 or something like that. But um, test-wise, I was not a test taker. I, I had a horrible SAT score. I even took the SATs a couple times. I just couldn't do it. And um, like many of you, I was one of those people. I was so active in, in high school. I, I played sports. I was on student council. I won awards. All these things that you're always told will look so good for your college resume. Unfortunately, if you go to a state school, you don't have a college resume. You're just an SAT score and a GPA. So when I send in my application, um, like many of you know, if you get that little letter you know you didn't get in, but if you get that big package, you know, sweet, I'm going where I want to go. Yeah. And you know, not to, to go on for a long time, but when I got the first letter that said, you know, thank you very much. You know, something over, I think, 50,000 people have applied. Only 3,672 are getting in. You're not one of them. And at that time, I just was so set on the college I wanted to go to that I refused to take no for an answer. So I called up the school, wanted to find out what their appeals process was. They didn't have one. So I decided to create my own. We sent a letter, you got every letter of recommendation and made videos. And again, this happened four more times that they kept saying no. I went down to the school. Um, and the long story short is finally, when it got down to just literally the last two weeks of school, everyone knew where they were going. and. Uh, I was still in the mindset that I am going in, but slowly starting to think, oh my gosh, you know, what if not? And lo and behold, finally, you know, that package came that I just wore them down so much. So I, I really think, you know, the big thing is just, you know, if, if you don't get into your first school, contact them, find out about an appeals process, and then go from there and see what you can do. Um, it's so worth it. I know for me, looking back, I, I'm, I can't believe I went through all that effort 
but schools will really reflect positively if um, if you make that effort, if you really show you belong there, then they're going to find a spot for you to belong there. That's, wow. that's <laughs> amazing. <laughs> I, I probably wouldn't have had the perseverance to keep that up, but that's that's really good. And I think definitely the moral is to never give up. Yeah, and like, yeah. yeah. Um, what made you want to go to SDSU? Because it seems like that was like really your dream college. Yeah, you know, I think like many people, um, you know, the, the great school wise, I thought, you know, it offered really great programs. But when I was younger, I had gone on a trip there and I just instantly when I saw the campus, I fell in love and I made from that day forward, this is the only school I want to go to. I definitely do recommend people have backup choices, but I was very strong headed and thought, no, I am only going to this school. That is all I'm going to apply for. And it was, you know, technically I applied five times for the same school. Um, so I can view it like that, but I just thought it was a beautiful campus. I'm a big supporter of, I think you should attend, um, you know, grow up one place, go to school somewhere else and, you know, finally, you know, get your career or live in another place. And I'm originally from Northern California and San Diego was just about as opposite of the state as I could go. And I just loved it. In in the town that I grew up in, we had one palm tree, I think, throughout the whole town. And in San Diego, there, you know, there's ten on every corner. So it was it was everything. It was a really great um, platform to go from, from high school. That was just a wonderful place to uh, sort of start my my own beginning, kind of get my own voice on my own. Mm-hmm. That um, is and, such a great story. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> I don't even know that I didn't know that was even possible but like um so kind of going back to the first days of college why do you think going to orientation is important so key so I think you know the big thing is a lot of times in high school especially and I gosh I remember those high school years where you know you were you think back and think only the great but I remember there was drama and stress and all of that and something about you know in high school everyone knows you you for the most part you may have known all these people since elementary school mm-hmm. and going to college it's kind of scary that first thought thinking i'm going here sometimes you might know a couple other people that are going for the most part you're all on your own and there's that kind of fear at first like oh my god what do i do i, I don't know anyone how am i going to meet people Orientation is so phenomenal for that because everyone is in the same boat as you are. And I have to say, at first, I think I had more friends possible because everyone's looking for someone. And, you know, throughout the year, you know, you, you slowly kind of get more of a niche and you're closer group. But I think orientation is so awesome because it exposes you to what the school has available. I know my first year I joined sports, I joined organizations. I really just wanted to get involved. And I think that's a huge thing. Um, even, you know, I know that first year, you know, academic wise can be really a lot, but they have a lot of programs that are with academics. I signed up for a couple classes that they pre-select for you and that you had three classes with the same, I think, like, 20 group of people or something and that really you know you you meet friends in that way you meet people you find people in, in same interests and it really got to see um probably more of the school that I I wouldn't have known to explore on my own so I think it's so um important that people take advantage of freshman orientation because it's a great way to kind of jump start you know the excitement 
meet people that everyone trusts me everyone's in the same boat and um just kind of find out more what um the campus has to offer and you find out a lot about the you know the programs that are going on um something i think is really important are meal plans um a lot of schools offer that you can get um you know a card per se to um it's sort of like a campus credit card that you can get that and that's another great thing having meals with people too uh, I, I just really am a, a, a pro person of take advantage of those the first weeks of school. Yeah, so you were talking about like everyone's in the same boat. So yeah. for the people who are going to college with a lot of their friends from the same high school, do you think that they should try to stick together or they should like branch out and just like, keep in touch beneath but not keep their like high school friendships so strong? Yeah, well, you know, I think definitely when I went, there was actually a lot of people from my school that, my high school that were going to uh, my college, and I was sort of thought, you know, I really want to branch out. I want to take that leap of faith and meet other people. However, um, you know, the people that I had that strong bond with, of course, I wasn't going to abandon them. Yeah. But yeah. I really, I you know, I wanted to to go out there and meet people. I think that was a great blessing. Something that sort of happens over time is now. Anytime I see people I grew up with, there's the most amazing feeling. I feel you know, even if I wasn't that close with someone in high school, I love running into people that I see. It just it's a it's a weird comfort thing. It feels so wonderful. But I think before. Um, you know, when you get older and having that comfort, I think college, especially that freshman year, is really your time to shine. I think definitely, you know, keep in contact with people you, you work close with, but don't be afraid to go out um, on that limb and meet people and you'll meet other people. I mean, this is a brand new time of your life. And I think the biggest thing is you constantly, just as college is a new evolution for you, you're growing. I think meeting new people definitely is going to help shape the future you and, and um, you know your your future academics and really just um, increase your college uh, sort of your college experience in a really positive way. Oh my gosh, I can't believe it. it's already time to wrap up the segment. Thank you so much yeah. for all this valuable information, Heather. I, oh my gosh, college is going to be so different, but I really can't wait. It sounds like so much fun. Yeah, hey, I mean. Well, you really make it sound like it's a lot of fun. And, you know, Courtney and I are going to be freshmen, and so this is going to be new for us. But I think we're both really looking forward to it. And um, we um, also will be uh, continuing to be a part of Express Yourself, so we'll definitely have that local connection. Awesome. Well, thank you guys so much for having me on, and good luck with everything thank you. freshman year. Thank and I hope you, you guys take advantage of everything possible. Okay, unfortunately, we're out of time, so you can find more about the radio program Heather co-hosts at www.starstyleradio.com. When we return from break, we'll talk to one of my favorite bands, Honor Society. I'm Courtney Chung. And I'm Vivian Lee. You're listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids Network. Visit our creative community at btsya.com and this radio program at www.expressyourselfteenradio.com. We don't care how you got here. We're just glad you showed up. You're listening to Voice America Kids. It's almost showtime. Tune in to Curtain Call every week for the latest happenings from the world of theater. 
It's news and reviews, both on stage and behind the scenes. If you've ever wanted to be a stage actor, theater director, or work behind the scenes in production, this is the show for you. Your hosts have been there and done that, and will answer all of your questions right on the air. Listen for Curtain Call. Weekly performances are happening Tuesdays at 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Kids channel. What is No Antipreservatives all about? Well, it might be easier to say what isn't the show about. Your host will give it to you straight. His take on film, television, books, video games, and pretty much any other topic that comes up. He'll keep you safe and on top of the latest in media and let you know what to stick with and what to trash. Listen every week to No Added Preservatives, and each show will leave you wanting more. Tune in Wednesday afternoons at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. Now there's a new destination for video content, voiceamerica.tv, just like our radio channels and so much more. Voice America Variety, Health and Wellness, Business, Sports, Green Talk, Power Up Motorsports, and 7th Wave Network now have their own video channel components. Plus, check out exclusive programming, including movies, music, educational courses, science and history, current events, and short features. High-definition, premier-quality programs available 24-7, voiceamerica.tv. If you think you've seen online TV like this before, let us support you. Looking for exciting video content live and on demand? Visit www.voiceamerica.tv for exclusive content you just can't find anywhere else. That's voiceamerica.tv. Tune in now. You're listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel, where teens talk and the world listens. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Now, back to our star teens. Hey, and thanks for staying with us here at Voice America Kids. Our program is Express Yourself, giving youth across the world a voice to be listened to. My name is Courtney Chung. And I'm Vivian Lee, and we're your teen hosts on today's episode of Express Yourself. Courtney, aren't you, aren't you in like an orchestra playing the violin for Berkeley? That's sort of like being in a band. Yeah, I'm actually playing with the University Summer Symphony right now, and I'm auditioning for the symphony during the school year later on. But orchestra, I think, is definitely like being in a band, except there's a lot more people. But you could be yeah. in a band. I really loved your cover a few weeks ago of What Makes You Beautiful at the Moraga Fair. Oh, thanks, Courtney. <laughs> I, I mean, I really, honestly. <laughs> I really like singing. And um, I sang live here with Stephen uh, a couple of shows ago, but you really shouldn't talk about us when we have this awesome group right here. All right. Honor Society was discovered by the Jonas Brothers and signed to Jonas Records in affiliation with Hollywood Records in 2008. Their Full Moon Crazy Tour was the seventh highest selling tour in 2009 after Britney Spears, Beyonce, Madonna, U2, and Miley Cyrus. Now as independents, they are in the middle of their national summer tour. The band members for Honor Society include Michael Bruno, Jason Rosen, Andrew Lee, and Alexander Noyes. Unfortunately, we don't have Jason or Andrew with us today, but please give a warm welcome to Michael and Alexander. Hi, guys. Hey, what's going on? Hey, how hey. are you? Okay, so just for all the listeners, can we know who is Michael and who's Alexander real quick? Yeah, hey, this is Michael. And what's going on, guys? This is Alex. All right. Awesome. So 
How did you form me and why did you decide to become a band together? Um, well, this is Michael. Um, basically, the way we did it was uh, myself and Jason grew up together. Um, we went to the same high school and we actually met uh, in art class. We had the same art class. So we um, struck up a friendship and started just playing in different high school bands. And as time went on, we really formed this sort of uh, first incarnation of Honor Society. And, you know, then Andrew joined the band and then Alex joined the band almost five years ago. So um, it was really just, you know, we're friends, you know, that just kind of had the same passion for music and the same interest in music. And it's been awesome ever since. Okay, so you and Jason met in high school and we were talking about college earlier. And mm -hmm. I know among you four, you've got music degrees from NYU, Berkeley School of Music and Hart School of Music. So mm -hmm. how influential was college in your individual choices to be a band? Um, well, you know, it's all about timing and school is... You know, our philosophy was school is always there. And, you know, had the band taken off a little bit earlier, we may not have gone to college or finished college. Um, so, you know, on one hand, it was it was integral for us because I think we got really good experience there and we got great educations. And, you know, we were all in cities within the United States that were very rich in music. So for me, I went to NYU. This is Michael. I went to NYU. So, you know, to be right in New York City helped tremendously. So... You know, I think for us it was beneficial. I wouldn't say it's, you know, the, the path for everybody. But again, for, our, for the way our timing worked out, it just made sense. Mm -hmm. So when you write your music, how do you find inspiration and how do you actually write as a band? Do you write like one section at a time or do you guys work all together? Yeah, this is Alex. Um, you know, I think you try and find inspiration in your life. You know, whatever's happening, you know, with you personally. So, uh, you know, it, it could come from anywhere. Inspiration can come from anywhere. So it might be me, something I go through and I have this concept like, man, like I really want to write a song about, you know, this girl and, you know, what she did to me and like this and that and like, you know, sort of paint the whole picture. Or it could be something, you know, like we went out one night and we had a really good time and we want to sort of like write about the experience of the night. Like there's no real formula for inspiration. Um, our formula for writing is is kind of fluid also. It's, you know, if one person has a great idea, they sort of bring it to the other three guys and we sort of work through it and try and, you know, collaborate on what the best incarnation of this song is going to be. Mm -hmm. So has your creative process changed at all from being signed to a major record like Hollywood Records and now when you're independently working? Um, Not... Not really in the writing process. I mean, ultimately, we always, you know, we always sort of write the same way, whether or not those songs get chosen, you know, or the different layers of approval they have to go through kind of changes, you know, from whether you're on a major label, you have, you know, a team of people that might, you know, have a hand in that decision to when you're more independent, it's a smaller circle of people. We still do have a team around us that we do use as a, a springboard and kind of a litmus test to say, you know, what do you think are the best songs out of these 20 songs? So, um, you know, it's just on a major label scale, it comes out of your hands a little bit in that regard, but it, there's, it's, it's kind of a similar, similar process. So kind of moving on from the music to the music videos, how do you, do you guys come up with your own ideas for the music videos and how is the filming? Yeah, we've uh, we've done it both ways. Sometimes we've had treatments brought to us, and sometimes we've come up with the concepts all on our own. Yeah. 
it's cool to be on set it's cool to be on set though you know it's you know something that you dream about when you're a little kid and uh mm-hmm. it actually moves way slower than you think it's going to like <laughs> there's a lot of setup time for every shot um uh-huh. so you think it's going to be this like you know big sort of like circus day where you're constantly doing things but a lot of times you're just <laughs> waiting for a shot to get set up and then you know you you perform and then you wait for the next setup but it's a lot of fun it's it's really cool to dig in with you know the director and and sort of pick his brain and sort of collaborate on what exactly is is going to happen because you know it's it's a it's you know it's not as important as the music but you know it's it's definitely a huge huge part of it and you know you want to have you want to make sure that there's a connection between the emotion in the song you wrote and sort of whatever the story that's you know unfolding on film is and on the topic of videos a few years back the four of you made videos called the gentleman's club how did these come about um they were really just to uh they were originally really to just make ourselves sort of um stay loose and just kind of you know have fun and We've always been a fan of <clears throat> Saturday Night Live. We love sketch comedy and just love, mm-hmm. you know, really SNL and and then the um, the advent of like the SNL digital shorts and all that kind of stuff. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, the music industry can be stressful, and it was kind of just something fun for us. And and our you know our bar when it comes to doing that kind of stuff is like, if we find it funny, then we feel like other people will find it funny. <laughs> and, um, you know, so it was a it was a good time. It was a really good time. We made a couple of really funny ones, and then, you know, it just kind of felt time to like move on from it. But you know, they were definitely really important for the beginning of our career because it definitely it showed people not just where our music came from, but how we all are, you know, and have a sense of humor and that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And um, you've always been very connected with your fans and your supporters. Um, and I've heard that you had a Kickstarter for your fourth album from Courtney. So could you tell us more about that? Yeah, I mean, uh, we yeah we decided to uh, you know to basically bring our fans in to help us make this next record. So you can visit uh, the page. Just go to Kickstarter and search uh, Honor Society, and it'll it'll probably pop right up. Um, yeah, they it's been it's been amazing. First of all, our fans like the you know the sort of outpouring of you know everything support you know money just you know well wishes has been you know incredible and we actually are happy to announce that we just did hit our goal um and you know it's 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 awesome to see it just continue to pour in so i mean any anybody that's listening that wants to check it out um it also has a very funny video it's not a gentleman's club video but i would encourage everybody to please check out the page and and catch the video because it's it's pretty funny yeah the cool thing about kickstarter is you know it's really just about you know, funding a project. So like you said, you know, we're in, we're an independent band now and where, you know, a label might give you X amount of dollars to make your record, you know, we don't, you know, we've decided not to go that route right now. So the Kickstarter project puts the power in our hands and in our fans' hands. And the amazing thing about Kickstarter is that the sky is really the limit. So, you know, there are tons of different projects on there and some people may set a goal at, you know, they want to raise $100,000 and, they end up raising millions of dollars. Mm-hmm. So, you know, even though our goal was twenty-five thousand, we're and we're so happy to have hit it. You know, there's still ten days, nine or ten days left to pledge, and you know, it can really go up as high as as anything really. And what that would ensure is, you know, more more of the project. So more music, mm-hmm. more touring, all that kind of stuff. So, um, 
so yeah, if you guys want to check it out, just search Honor Society on Kickstarter, or if you follow us on Twitter, or Facebook, all the information's there too. Yeah, I mean, and it's also very real. Like you know, since the Kickstarter uh, launched and we hit our goal, you know, we've been able to announce like a bunch, you know, more shows that we're going to be doing um, this summer, and also uh, there's one song in particular that's that's going to make the record that you know we've made. Uh, this is our fourth record, so three records, it sort of got turned down, it didn't make its way through, like Mike was saying, the sort of hierarchy um, of, of a major label, but on this album, it's going to make the record, it's been a fan favorite since like, since like 2008, so it really, you know, it is a real thing, it, it's, it's a credible way for fans and bands to really put out exactly what they want to. Am I allowed to guess the name of the song? Yeah, yeah, sure, go for it. This bed is an ocean. Wow. Yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so <that was> so <laughs> long. <laughs> All right. Unfortunately, we're out of time, but thank you so much for coming to our show. It has indeed been an honor to talk to you in person after wanting to, I think, for four years now. And if you ever want a violinist on tour, call me. And I'm actually serious about that. <laughs> All right. Okay. Well, the interview was was so quick. Yeah. It so quickly. <laughs> Maybe we'll you can come back in the future after you're yes. done with your tour. Definitely. Okay. We'll have to right. do it again for sure. Okay. To all our listeners, watch the videos, download the songs, and follow them on Twitter, Facebook, whatever, and get on board their tour at honorsocietymusic.com. Thanks again, guys. This was a lot of fun. You're listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids Network, where teens talk and the world listens. Visit us at www.expressyourselfteenradio.com. Don't go away. We'll be right back with What's Popping. Sometimes we may sound strange, but remember, we're just kids with opinions. You're listening to Voice America Kids. You just love your pets, but sometimes they can get to be a handful. And just when you think you have them under control... That's when things get, well, crazy. For help, tune into Paul's Around the World. You'll get the inside secrets on keeping your pet the friend it's supposed to be, along with stories to keep you warm and fuzzy. Listen Fridays at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Kids. Want to know what's going on behind the scenes with your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network host? How about what's new with our network? Make sure you check out the iRadio blog, a look at what's hot at Voice America and beyond. Visit www.iradioblog.com today. Get the inside scoop on every channel on our network, including breaking news, featured guests, blog posts from our hosts, and much more. Make sure you sign up for our newsletter for even more inside action. Visit iradioblog.com today and stay connected. There's so much going on in the tech field. The tech team is here to sort it all out so that you know exactly what you need to get and what you should avoid. In this age of cell phones and text messaging and new discoveries every single day, you need to be informed. We'll bring you previews of new products, technology news, and help you make the right decision when you are out there buying that new MP3 player, cell phone, or mobile device. Don't do a thing until you've tuned in to the tech team. Tuesdays at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Kids. The longer you listen, the later it gets. You're listening to Voice America Kids. You're listening to Express Yourself 
on the Voice America Kids channel, where teens talk and the world listens. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Now, back to our star teens. Thank you for staying with us here at Voice America Kids. Our program is Express Yourself, giving youth across the world a voice to be listened to. My name is Vivian Lee. And I'm Courtney Chung, and we are your teen hosts. To end off today's show, we have field reporter Kai Kelly with her segment, What's Poppin'? How Television and Pop Culture Affect Education. Kai is an 11th grader at Miramani High School in Orinda, California. And in her free time, she enjoys piano, swimming, coaching, and helping out at the local elementary schools by tutoring and mentoring. So what's popping today, Kai? All right, so when given a choice between an afternoon of watching your favorite TV show and a lecture of your teacher explaining U.S. history or English, would you guys choose the educational lecture? Probably not. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so I didn't think so. Many of us probably don't put much thought into how popular culture and mainstream media might affect the way we learn and perceive school. My social networking sites, juicy gossip magazines, and trashy television shows, for example, take up a completely different part of my life than my textbooks and calculators do. And my teachers rarely live up to the drama and excitement of any movie or TV show I like to watch in my free time. But here's an interesting question. Does the media and popular culture have a negative effect on the way I learn? Many people would immediately jump on yes. Television turns your brain into mush, adults would always say when I was younger. And to an extent, they are right. As much as I hate to admit it, especially in these joyous summer months, school cultivates new ideas and builds new thinkers. Every lesson nurtures our cognitive process, while television does not always require much thought. TV is fast-moving and exciting, but it doesn't require us to debate, refute, or even consider many of the ideas presented. And in this way, popular culture does indeed have a negative effect on our ability to learn and process new ideas. But mainstream media serves a great purpose, too. It's like a summer break from stressful school months. Television allows us to zone out, relax, and stop thinking, even for a few moments, while we watch Kim Kardashian whine about a broken nail or LeBron James dunking. Although most of us would love an endless summer break, we can't forget the value of education and the learning a new school year brings. In the same way, we'd love to tune into pop culture and light viewing all the time, but we can't let it stop us from enjoying new experiences in school, away from our couch at home. And that's actually a very good point. Yeah. yeah. So, Kai, did you do you think that pop culture has a more positive or negative effect on education because you just presented both sides? Yeah, well, I think I, and overall, I would agree with what I said before, really, in that it, as long as we control the amount we watch or the time we spend on different sites, it's not really that big of a deal. But I think when we become more obsessed with a new show or a blog, which is a definitely can be a problem for me, um, then that is when it becomes a real problem. Yeah, I definitely think it's about balance because I think we deserve, you know, after hours of studying, I think we de- definitely deserve that kind of a reward. And, you know, you spent a lot of time talking about television's effect on education. And so what other aspects of the media do you think affect school, too? 
So like I mentioned just a little bit earlier, I do love to read blogs. So for me, that's something that takes up a lot of my time. But I know a lot of people also love to go on social networking sites and they all distract us from school. So I don't think media in general directly hurts our learning as much as it takes away time that we could spend learning or experiencing different things. Um, at the same time, though, a lot of shows don't really emphasize the importance of learning or of the importance of education. So that can be another problem. Yeah, like pretty much the two TV shows that I, I try to keep up with are like Pretty Little Liars and Glee, both of uh -huh. which are set in a high school setting. But then you notice no one ever does any homework or studying. Yeah. There's like never any focus on like class time or education. It's always like right, what right, happens yeah. outside of class. So, mm -hmm. yeah, it's true that television doesn't focus on the education at all. So, yeah. What, why do you think a lack of emphasis on school would hurt education? Yeah, well, you just mentioned it yourself. It's basically the idea that a lot of what we perceive as cool or fun, it comes from what we see online or on TV, like in the on Glee or on Gossip Girl, which is something that I watch, or Pretty Little Liars, which I also watch. And they really, even though these characters are all in school, they never really actually study or are even in class learning. So then at that same time, it doesn't really encourage the educational side of school. That's very true. Yeah, and you know, I actually recently learned that um, our brain kind of has this subliminal um, recepting thing where while you don't consciously recognize it, all these different media really do affect your um, subconscious thinking and in effect it also affects your actions. And so, you know, I really see how, you know, when you don't depict them learning, you don't really get encouraged to learn yourself. So I definitely see that. Right, and do right. you think, yeah. yeah, so do you think there are any shows or channels that would, you know, encourage learning? Definitely. I would say that they're probably not as popular for teenagers our age because something like Glee or Gossip Girl is probably more interesting, but news stations and channels like the History or Discovery channel do teach us new things. And I know, like, for example, my mom really likes the self-help shows or the home and travel channels, which can show us things that we would otherwise not see. So I think it's all a matter of choice and a matter of balance. And so it depends on what you watch. Yeah, I agree with that. Like, um, my dad really likes to watch the History Channel a lot. Uh -huh. And so sometimes when he's watching, I'll be passing by, and it just happens to be talking about, like, European history or Asian history or some sort of history that I've studied in school. And I actually find it really interesting because it kind of supports and adds, like, like enriches already learned. Right, so right. I think yeah. if, you, if you go and search for the things that you're interested in, then it's definitely worth it to go, like, take a break and watch the show because you're learning but then you're also like having fun. Were the cool facts that you learned about while doing research for like the balance between pop culture and social media in school? Right, yeah, there were definitely a lot of different interesting points made from a bunch of different people about how these television shows can hurt or encourage learning. And one of the things that I found interesting is that the average American watches more than four hours of television a day, which doesn't sound too much but if you think about that most people are working or most people are going to school or have other things to do it's pretty crazy to think that most people watch four or five hours of tv and do nothing else every day that's crazy i don't think i i don't think i know i have spent more than four hours of a day in front of a tv but i don't think i do it <laughs> that often i think it's more in front of a computer nowadays yeah that's what right. i was because you can watch yeah. tv on the computer as well now so yeah <laughs> there you go Everything all in one. Yep. 
So, Kaya, have you had any experience of like some more educational shows aside from History or Discovery Channel? Or like just educational sites online that you enjoy? Yeah, I think uh, more so, I, I agree that I use a lot of my TV ends coming from something like Hulu or from something that's online. So there's definitely a lot of news channels that I do tune into because it's it's good to stay updated and because yeah. I do public speaking and it's always good to ha- use the news and debate and all of that type of thing. So I do definitely tune into the news a, lo- a lot. And there's also really funny uh, nightly TV shows that I watch. Oh, yeah, things uh- like... Like, sorry, go ahead, Vivian. Oh, no, go ahead, go ahead. Okay, so I was just saying, like, things like SNL, it's really entertaining, but at the same time, it gives you a lot of different perspectives on yeah, yeah. things happening in the world. So I always like watching that if I have time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And kind of, you know, staying on the internet topic, do you think social networking has that any effects on your education? Yeah, for sure. For a, On a basic level, it definitely uh, distracts me from working or from paying attention, going on Facebook is always pretty something that takes up a lot of my time. And I think in also on that note, Facebook and things like that don't really encourage learning or doesn't really normally teach you new things. There are definitely news articles that are linked to Facebook and different ways of learning from Facebook, but it's on its own. A lot of things like that don't really directly teach you anything. Right. And I remember when I first started Facebook, it was mainly to communicate with friends on school assignments. And now it's mm-hmm. turned into more like socializing. And right. <laughs> yeah, it definitely does keep you from concentrating on certain things. I feel like it has gotten a bit better, though, because I joined Facebook, I think, in like 2008. So like, I feel like there's a transition where it went through a lot of games and stuff. And now it's oh, yeah. kind of back to like a lot of communication efforts mm-hmm. and stuff. Thank you, Kai, for your informational segment. Unfortunately, we're out of time. But thank you to all of us, our listeners, for joining us here on the Voice America Kids Network. Thanks to Star Style Productions for producing this show. And thanks to you, our guests from across the world, for making this a top-rated program. You have been listening to Express Yourself, an on-air global community where teens talk and the world listens on the Voice America Kids Network. For more fun stories written by teens, pick up a copy of Be The Star You Are for Teens at www.bethestarur.com. I'm Courtney Chung. And I'm Vivian Lee. Thank you for always tuning in every week. It's been a pleasure bringing you our life-changing program, Express Yourself. We want to hear your thoughts and we want to answer your questions. So email us at btsyateenradio at gmail.com. That's btsyateenradio at gmail.com. Check out our radio site at www.expressyourselfteenradio.com and our creative community site at www.btsya.com. You can upload your creative works at our site for free. Get involved with the Be The Star You Are charity, buy books and t-shirt stores in our store, and sign up for our free newsletter and make a donation to keep Be The Star You Are alive. Thanks again for joining us. Thank you to our great guests. And until next week, remember, express yourself. Thanks for joining us this week on Express Yourself. Produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, be sure to visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. 
Please join us again next Tuesday at noon Pacific time, 3 p.m. Eastern, when teens talk and the world listens on the Voice America Kids channel. Until then, remember to express yourself. Stars that shine between the lines if you would let yourself.